Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Twelve to one every weekday during Rugby World Cup 2023. This is the Rugby World Cup Headline Hour on Afternoons with Staffy. First of all, coach Ian Foster was asked for his initial thoughts on the performance. Really satisfied, really good performance. Um, we've had a big build-up. It felt a little bit strange having the, the gap after the Namibia game. Um, did a lot of hard work, and this was a game we really prepared well for. And, uh, you know, the World Cup's full of games that you there's a bit of an edge to, and we certainly had an edge to, to that performance. So really proud of it. Um, also want to take a special a chance to make a special mention of Sam Samuel Lawrence Whitelock and is breaking the record. Pretty special. Um, he's been a um, he's been a great warrior for this team and, and still is. And to have that that appearance record is something that uh, I know he, he, him and his family will be very proud of. So as are we. So just wanted to make mention of that up front. So if you break the All Black. Appearance record, you get your middle name mentioned, Samuel Lawrence Whitelock. Congratulations, big Samuel. It is a heck of an, a, a feat. Also, Ian Foster, uh, what was the statement performance, or sorry, was that the statement performance you were looking for? Well, it was the performance we wanted this week. That's all, that's all, that's all I'm going to call it. You know, we've, um, you know, I think people create a lot of panic and uh, about about your chances and all that sort of stuff, and particularly after we lost the first one. So, but didn't like I said at the time, it didn't change that the critical game for us in this pool was always going to be Italy, and we had to play well in this game. And there was enough evidence uh, to show that if we didn't play well and, and they performed the way they have been performing this year, that it was going to be a heck of a tough game. Now we. We were good enough to take that away from them, and, and, and so we were, we were very satisfied with that. Now, now we've got to do the same next week because the same applies, isn't it? You do your maths, and next week's also equally important. But it certainly means that we've put ourselves in control of our own destiny, and that's where we want to be. Put some pressure on some other teams who, I guess, still have to have still got some tough games coming up. You even look at the likes of Ireland, if Scotland win two games, then Ireland can miss out. So, you know, it's it's a tough World Cup. Please do not come out this week and say Namibia, Namibia are going to be a tough proposition. Sorry, Uruguay. Please do not come out and say that, like you said all last week against Italy. Please. Even with um, Sir Steve Hansen, who was in studio, who I thought gave really good insights, um, he said, obviously, we knew we were going to beat Italy. It was just about the performance. But last week we heard from everyone that Italy, I know, it's going to be a tough match. I think you sucked a lot of us in. I had a little bit of a worry as well. And I think there was even money on the TAB that Italy could win. 96 points. Do bear in mind, uh, they had some really close scores in the Six Nations against some of those top teams. So it's not, it's not, they're not as bad as 96 points. I don't know what happened with them. 
uh, I was talking to Steve Devine about it yesterday, and he and I saw them when they were lining up for the anthems and facing the haka. I thought, geez, Italy are up for this, and he thought, geez, Italy are too over the top here. They're not looking composed. Um, anyway, let's hear from Adi Savia. Uh, people have mentioned that South Africa and Ireland set the standard for the World Cup with their fantastic game. He was asked if he felt like they surpassed it with that performance. I'm not too sure, to be honest. Um, I know we kind of, you know, we had structures in place to, um, you know, get our forwards in the game and, and, and some plays to get our forwards in the game. And I thought we, we nailed a few of those. So, and like Foz said, in the first 20 minutes, we got into to our work, the forward pack, and um, let our backs finish the stuff. So um, I'm not too sure around, you know, if we equal this then or we took it over or whatever. But um, I'm just happy that we were able to um, nail our set piece and give the backs some ball to play with. He was phenomenal, Adi Savi. He just doesn't have bad games. Um, and he was rightly awarded the man of the match. Ian Foster was asked what he made of Adi's performance. Yeah, no, he went pretty good. And um, that's kind of what I expect out of him, to be fair. And But, look, he, he, he's a special man. He leads the team well. And, you know, it's... Um, and, and the boys follow him. So you can't ask for much more. So... Um, and, and again, I know that. He, look, we're not, when, when we can give Artie a platform to play, and when we can get him going forward, and he can get that linking game and that carry game going, then that, that's his that's his element. So um, delighted for him. As we all were, um, we knew coming into this real cup, cards, discipline, penalty counts, all of that sort of thing would have a big bearing. So, Coach Foster, how pleased with the discipline? No cards, you won the penalty count for the first time in a few games. Yeah, it was a big focus. Uh, I'll probably use the word accuracy a little bit more than discipline. You know, I think it's it's a matter of being accurate in your technique and stuff that you do nowadays. And I thought we were really good in the first half. I thought we were poor for 10 minutes after half-time, which was frustrating. And, and that let Italy back into the game. Um, you know, from a, a playing momentum side, perhaps not on the scoreboard, but um, and then I thought we settled down and, and went and, and finished the game strong in that aspect. So, you know, it wasn't perfect, but it was a big step forward. And finally from Ian Foster, um, you'll be heading into the quarterfinal without being tested since France. Do you really know where the All Blacks are at? Yeah, a good question. Um, in rugby, you've got, you've got to deal with the challenges that you've got. And um, the trouble is if you, if you win with a big scoreline, people think there's no value in it. Well, the value was, was been massive for us because we, we, we put ourselves under pressure the last 10 days for that performance. We, we knew we had to, and we didn't want to give us a chance. And, 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 and we respected them enough to know that we had to be in the house. So what, what we've learned is that if we're really focused on our preparation and, and we get it right and we figure out the, the challenge in front of us, that, that we can play good rugby. Now, you know, it's, um, it's you look at the, the South African and Ireland game, and it was a very different game of rugby. You know, the ball and play was there for 27 minutes and in the whole game. So very stop-start game, very physical, very combative, whereas... You saw a different spectacle tonight, and probably at some point the world's got to decide which game they'd rather watch. <laughs> I'd rather watch the All Blacks keep winning, personally. Um, I thought it was a really good performance. <clears throat> I just wish Italy had been a bit more of a sterner task. But 
you get what you dished up, as they say. Kieran Crowley now, the Italian head coach. Colt Crowley, the great Taranaki former All Black, he was asked for his initial reaction post-match. Oh, look, they must us, didn't they? It was like a training run for them in the end. I mean, you know, you look... I think we won 33% of our scrum ball, 50% of our line-up ball. You know, they just monstered us. And, you know, they played bloody well. So, you know, um, but we you know, gifted them a few tries just around a few areas, which is disappointing. But, you know, uh, chuck it in the bin and we go for next week. Yeah, let's just talk about next week. Next week, you've got a big clash against France, of course. That's going to be here. It's going to be epic. It's going to be a massive showdown. Uh, what are you going to be working on to try and get yourselves into the right place? We've got to get our set plays right. We've got to get our clean-outs right. I mean, that first half, you know, as soon as we got the ball, we either turned it over or we gave away a penalty. I think it was about 8-1 or something at half-time of penalties. So, but that was because of the pressure they were putting on us. So, yeah, look, we're going we to have a whole look at, look at our whole game, really. I don't know whether we might not even review it. We might just chuck it in the bin and look ahead. So, we'll, we'll see. Kieran Crowley chucks it in the bin. Steve Hansen flushed the dunny. Um, and it's pro- what good is it will be to review that, I guess. Um, they do just have to crack on um, <clears throat> and of course uh, Italy's next game is against France Saturday morning as was just mentioned 8am but Friday morning live on SENZ All Blacks playing Uruguay 8 o'clock in the morning uh, with the great Daniel McCarty and Christian Cullen who have really formed a wonderful commentary partnership bringing you the All Blacks game so Friday 8 o'clock in the morning, build up from 7.30, I would imagine. Um, so much more good rugby to look forward to. Uh, we shall take a break. If you want to have a chat, actually, you have to. You have to ring me on 0800 150 Just things that pleased you. Are there any questions yet to be answered for you? Are, are there any concerns that you've seen? I had a concern last week that Ian Foster said Sam Kane injured his back doing a lifting a line-out drill, and that's why he was on the bench and that's why he missed the previous game. Sam Kane's come out overnight and said, no, it wasn't that. No, 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 that wasn't it. Um, so he sort of exposed the smoke and mirrors that we're all exposed to, aren't we? Anyway, give us a call up with your thoughts on the Italian job. 0800 150 811. We'll take your calls after this. Helping you tune out your annoying workmate. You're listening to Afternoons with Staffy on SENZ. Twelve to one every weekday during Rugby World Cup 2023. This is the Rugby World Cup Headline Hour on Afternoons with Staffy. To the phones we go, 0800-150-811. Thoughts across the weekend, Mikey in Christchurch. G'day, Mikey. Oh, g'day, mate. You know what? Old Smithy, uh, he takes, he goes away from his beloved Hawks Bay and all hell breaks loose, <laughs> you know? They, they win the Ranfilly Shield and then that, like, pork chops afterwards. Mm. Um, I know he's such a fan of the Shield. Do you know what, he, what they need to do is they need to get Smithy to ring up that team give him a piece of his mind just to put them back in order again because he would be overjoyed and disgusted at the same time, wouldn't you think? Oh, yes, and so, so should all the fans. So like, okay, if it was a genuine mistake and they dropped it and it broke, that's cool, but then you put a photo of it broken in half on social media with powdery substance and what looks like a rolled-up banknote. I mean, please. 
Oh, the, the whole social media, I mean, youth, it's like how many times do you need the lessons and they just, or maybe they need to call it learning so they get through their head. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> maybe they don't understand lessons, you're right. They only stand, <laughs> understand learnings. Um, I, th- I thoroughly enjoyed the game on, on Saturday morning. Um, everything I wanted to see, forwards mm. in control, the set piece, fantastic. Um, the kicks going over, 9 out of 10, I believe it was. Uh, and then you've got Roy Gard and McKenzie coming on, injecting pace. That's exactly what I want to see there. Um, so, yes, very, very enjoyable. I mean, personally, I would have loved to see Fainuku and, um, I mean, Frizzell and Black, that would be something to see. Mm. Um, but that's just minor gripes. Uh, everyone keeps saying that. Um, but overall, very enjoyable. Hard to get a handle in terms of what the opposition were doing because they seem to have dropped their heads probably about by the 40th, 30th, 40th minute, I thought. Um, I don't know how they'll go against France. Um, I, I get a little bit irked with when Fozzie, he's a bit snarky, isn't he? Probably because he's had so much criticism, but the whole sort of like, you know, it, why why did everyone else panic and you didn't need to? And, you know, we'll see which is the better style of play. I mean, like you're saying before, if you'd won all the games beforehand, there wouldn't be panic out there. So I'm hoping that what we saw against Italy is the blueprint, but they can do that against much, much better teams. Yeah. Um, what do you think about that? Yeah, I think they'll 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 have confidence in combinations, and you know, they will um, extricate a bit of belief from that performance. I think, but you could just sort of hear from Artie and just some of the other interviews I've heard across the weekend. They're they're not celebrating, but it was just like it was good. The big thing for me was uh, the kick and hope. Um, game plan wasn't there, but uh, we mm. seem to we seem to do that when we're put under pressure. And Italy put us under absolutely no pressure. And once we're up by three converted tries, then they can just throw caution to the wind. And Italy had nothing, so it's not great. It's not great build up for a, a meaningful game in a couple of weeks. But they did everything that was asked of them. And the other thing I think we were talking about last week as well is like um, we've been a bit under the radar. Now they've announced themselves. You know, the yeah. All Blacks are here. We're here to play. Yeah. Um, the Irish are not going to take them lightly. So, um, look, we're assuming this is going to be the quarterfinal, right? That's going to happen. So, uh, whew, blockbuster coming up, I hope. So, yeah. Mm. Awesome. Top man, Good Mikey. Stuff. All right. Thanks, mate. See you, buddy. And, of course, Canterbury playing Auckland in the quarterfinal, uh, 7 o'clock Friday night. Uh, let's go to Darren and Aussie. G'day, Darren. Hey, Steffi. How are things? Yeah, good Mondays. Good on Mondays. Oh, what a mixed bag for me. I'm still crying over Wellington. <laughs> um, doing that. I dropped the last game of the season. Oh, uh, Anyway. Mm. And then Brisbane lost the AFL grand final. Ouch. <laughs> that and, was a uh, heck of a game, yeah. though. Jeez, that was a game. Oh, they're rating it here as one of the greatest finals that they, people can remember. So, and I think it started with Kiss at the start. They just absolutely knocked it out of the park <laughs> um, with a little, little bit of pregame. So, but uh, yeah, mate. Oh, what a day! I think I'm still hungover Saturday. <laughs> was, um, we, we sort of started early and then at a mate's house, and the grand final was finished, and he had to go out for dinner. So I came home. So I was on my own in my shed, put the All Blacks on. <laughs> Staying well hydrated by this stage. And then my neighbours started texting me saying, you're making a lot of noise. Um, and long story short, at half time, I was over the fence in my neighbour's spa. 
Oh, so cheapest. Yeah, it is on. Oh, yeah. It is one of my bucket list items is to come and witness your shed in real life one day. That's one of my bucket list items. <laughs> well, that's nice to hear. Yeah, but um, so I still haven't seen the second half because <laughs> yesterday I was not good. <laughs> And and I had our grandson over at midday, so oh mate, was I take him on for the team? So oh. it was, uh, but sporting wise, just unbelievable for yeah. a weekend. It was just in All Blacks that first half. I was just like, it was, I was in awe. I was just like, this is what we wanted to see. This is great. Never thought they put ninety six on Italy. Like no. not in a million years. No. So and I mean, why does the team do so badly in the second half? Because we've just owned them. Like we've absolutely owned them. Yeah. So I I think it's a great performance. I, I mean, I know they're downplaying it, but I don't think we should because they're a good team in theory. You know, like they're a, they're a top second tier team, and um, and we're a little bit worried going in, thinking, mm, you know, hmm. and we went out and put a statement on them. So you know, next next island, yeah, look out, mate, we're coming. Bring it on, bring it on. That's yeah. it. Yeah, I don't think anyone in the Irish camp will be going. Oh, that was easy for them. They'll be going. Oh my god. What happens when they do this? If they could do this to us, yeah. So, yeah, I'd love to know how many minutes the ball was in play, though. I'd love to know that stat. Yeah, true. See if we can find it for you. Yeah, I bet. Hopefully, I bet you it's more than twenty-seven. That's <laughs> yeah, <for> sure. Yeah. <laughs> awesome, Darren. Thanks, mate. All right. Have a good week. Um, <clears throat> just a reminder: in the Six Nations this year, uh, Italy got within five of France, seventeen of England. Six of Ireland and what's that? 12 of Wales and 12 of Scotland and 80 of New Zealand. It's a pretty decent stamp. Zaid, life member. G'day, Zaid. Good afternoon, Staff. Hello. You would have had a wonderful weekend. How was that NRL grand final last night? It was off the hook. That was top shelf, you know. Um, Bronk. Uh, Panthers started strong, got out to a 6-0 lead. Uh, lead. Um, Dylan Edwards, um, they were up by eight at one stage. And then, obviously, um, Broncos scored right on halftime, Flegler. And then um, Broncos came out hissing, second half. Ezra Mann went bang, bang, bang. And then uh, Nathan Cleary said, mate, we're not done here, and just took the game by the scruff of his neck. And Ivan said, well, we're going to go have a party tonight, mate, and said, well, We'll win three in a row and um, equal Parramatta's record and try, and try and go for a fourth in a row next year. I wouldn't put it behind them. Mm. What about Auckland? I would not put it... What about Auckland? Yeah, they looked horrible against Northland the other night. <laughs> oh, not boy. Not a good watch. 82nd-minute yeah. um, try. And then, we had, and then we had the Saturdays, a pretty good Saturday. Um, watched the All Blacks in the morning. You know, that was a, just a pumping of Nessalee. And then we um, have the Black Ferns. They uh, did what they always do against Aussie. Um, Silver Ferns, I, I heard they won. And I was at the Breakers. And what about that new um, American import, Jackson Cartwright? Oh, I know. He's lightning, isn't yeah. he? Yeah, and um, good to see Finn Delaney back there. A good 18 points. Obviously, we had um, Tom Abercrombie. It was a, you know, I was at, obviously, I was at the game. It was a, you know, a bit of a scruffy um first half, but that third quarter the breakers just started draining freeze. They were, you know, all over the um all over the Ken's Taipans in that third quarter. But yeah, it was a great game and you know what breakers atmosphere is it's always always a good spectacle. But um 
You know who we're cheering on this weekend? It's the Scots. Come on, Scotland. Come on, Scotland. No, I want Ireland to get through. I want Ireland to get through. And Japan. I want to see Japan win as well. All right. I'll see what I can do. I'll send my order through. Oh, and uh, Fiji, that was another good win by Fiji. Hard four over Georgia. Um, You know, Georgia bring it to them, but um, Fiji just need one point against Portugal, so that's easy. It'll be... Through. Yeah, let's hope so. Zaid, we've got to take some news. Good to hear from you, buddy. Good to hear you got a good weekend of sport in amongst yourself. Right, new sport and weather. We'll come back with Joey and Dave. Hang on there. Twelve to one every weekday during Rugby World Cup 2023. This is the Rugby World Cup Headline Hour on Afternoons with Staffy. Back to the phones we go. You know the number, 0800 We go to Joey in Auckland. G'day, Joey. Yeah, g'day, Staff. Look, just three for you today, mate, quickly. Look, the All Blacks just need to uh, hold the ball, run the football, and the more we run the football, the more chance we're going to win in the World Cup. If they just if they kick the ball away they won't, against Ireland and, and sides like that, they won't win anything. If they run the football, and I, I'm not worried, Staff, if they, if they run the football and they still get beat, that's a way to go, but I think they need to need to run the football and run these big, these other teams off their feet. Uh, secondly, the NRL, um, Brisbane, I'm a Brisbane man, as you know, um, and it hurts because mm. we should have won that game. Uh, been 24-8 in front. Um, we it came towards the end of the game that Clary he, he played it absolutely brilliant. But the thing that that uh, cost us a little bit, staff, was early on when we dropped. Our first five uh, sets, or six sets, we only completed one, and we did a lot of tackling. And then towards the end of the game, a lot of people don't realise, but towards the end of the game, it tore us up, and we were out on our feet. But it was a fantastic game, and um, I just think Cleary, he needs to now step. He does it in clubland, and he can, he's, he's a fantastic footballer, but to be an immortal, uh, he needs to probably do it for state of origin, you know? Um, It'll come, though, Joey. Time, It'll come. He's only 25. It will come. Oh, without a doubt, mate. He could be he could be the absolute best. You know, I look at Reese Walsh. Reese Walsh, if he if he keeps playing the way he does and he and he doesn't do anything too bad off the field and, and everything and he and, and he keeps his head on his shoulders, that boy will be better than Billy Slater, I'm telling you now. Mm. He's got the talent to be best one of the best players I've seen in a long, long time. And the last thing but not least, staff just quickly, uh two. The mighty turbos, I know. We, look, we won three games, I think, or two games. Um, out of ten, probably probably a seven, seven, for the, seven or eight for the effort that they put in. But probably defence-wise, I, I would say a four. You know, obviously, you know, because... And I know we haven't got the cattle. I know that's how it is. But it's still, you know, leaking 30-odd points per game. Uh, they've got to get that better for next year. And like you say, give the coach another year. And, mm. and no worries. I'm not... You know, I mean, hey, they won two games... Is, Two more than one last year. So, you know, good on them. I always say, as you know, go the mighty Good on you, Joey. Thanks, Joey. Good to hear from you. And I, I did, Brandon Yossi say they had 10 players under 21 years of age. It's, it's quite incredible. Um, young pups. Uh, let's go to, well, formerly Palmy, currently Waiheke Island. Dave. G'day, Dave. G'day, Staffy. How you doing? Good I thing. know you won't be feeling well because I backed Manawa two yesterday as well. I thought they'd do it, but mm. all the all the uh, underdogs got 
got through yesterday afternoon. Hey, look, a few things. I saw, um, no one's mentioned it, but Imperatree is on Friday night. That is some run from a racehorse. It is, um, isn't it? Yeah. Yep. Um, Hawks Bay, great. We won the Shield. Bad, bad news with the white stuff on the Shield. The only good thing is it's Mad Monday, and that'll be old news tomorrow. Because you can guarantee <laughs> the clowns will be in the news by tomorrow morning. Um <laughs> That's the only, you know, you're going to have a brilliant news week. Mad Monday, <laughs> <laughs> Mad yeah. Sunday, by the sound of it. Yeah. Um, I thought a game last night, geez, I've been watching NRL final since about 1990, I think, and that was, that was pretty unreal. But I thought a big turning point, even though Brisbane came back, was Leota on uh, Kerrigan. Holy moly. Wasn't that Kerrigan's amazing? good player. Yeah, when I saw that, I went, Jesus, that. Because you don't see that with Kerrigan. He don't go backwards. Right. He just doesn't go backwards. Um, yeah, so that was good. And, uh, yeah, Republican Party, Friday night. Yes. Watch that horse for the cup. Watch that horse for the cup. Yes, I've followed that horse for about a year now. I think it's a wonderful horse. I think I even backed it in the Interdoms last year. Yeah, one last year, didn't it? Mm. On the big day. Mm. One last year because Beaver had about a million bucks on it this week and afford to be in France every second week. <laughs> <laughs> Good man, Dave. Good to hear from you, buddy. Yeah, okay. yeah take care. Cheers, Cheers. mate. You too. Uh, we'll take a quick break. On the other side of this, we'll talk to Dino from Dunedin. Get you through the day like a hot cuppa after lunch. You're listening to Afternoons with Staffy on SENZ. to one every weekday during Rugby World Cup 2023. This is the Rugby World Cup Headline Hour on Afternoons with Staffy. There are texts from the great man marching the Hawks Bay saying, uh, good morning boys, game of the weekend was the Mighty Magpies beating the Big Brothers, the Lions. Great game. Never say die boys. Total team effort. Up the pies. Not happy about the our taonga though mate. Yes, not good. Uh, someone saying send the shield to police forensic lab. They can find traces of the powder even if the shield's been wiped clean. And um, Kanu saying, hey sunshine, sorry won't be listening to you today. I'm a bit pissed off about losing the shield. Yeah, the shield. Get a lot of comment. Get a lot a lot of comment, the shield. Right, we go to Dean and Dunedin. G'day, Dino. <laughs> yes, the stags roar, the stags roar. <laughs> yes, mate, I'll, I'll cop that on the chin. Yeah, no, no. no. Wow, mate, I, honestly, the way they played against Bay of Plenty, I was super proud of them. And then I thought, nah, that'll be a bridge too far. So I went bloody fishing. I had a ticket to go to the Otago game. But you know what? I've watched too much sport. I need to get out in the fresh air. So went fishing, saving my energy for the couch for the grand final of that league, mate. Like, honestly, I've never seen a final just about in any sport like that. Like, to come back the way they did. And it's not a one-man show. And he's such a humble bugger, too, that he... what a t- Both teams just... That's what sport is, you know. Mm. That's it. That just summed it up. But the MPC, you, know, you hear a few people ringing the radio and texting in and moaning about it. Like, if you're a diehard Auckland supporter that just doesn't want to lose to Northland, you're on the edge of your seat on Friday night, whatever. It's hard to remember what night these games are, but they're all fabulous games, you know. Like, South and Bay are plenty, Auckland, Northland, the Shield Challenge. 
and then Otago counties. I come into the floor courts pub and gave the barmaid an Otago jersey just to put it up the county's guys that were staying there, thinking <laughs> that she would get a ribbing when they got back. And man, I bet she was pleased as to wear it. But in Southland, well, men or two have had a good season, and Southland have two staff. You know, we're not far away. No. And at the end of the day, they're competing. You know, for, I don't know what you're like, but if my team's hammering away on the try line and on full time, even if we're down by 15 or 20 or whatever, I'm still proud enough, you know. They're not giving up. I yeah. hate seeing the old dropped head and, you know, a cricket score. They haven't really had any cricket scores. Left. They've played as best as they bloody can and good on them. Like, I'd love... I'm watching this World Cup and, mate, that, that Georgian first fight, how good was that game? Georgia-Fiji. That was a brilliant game. And their fullback. Uh, but, yeah, well, yeah, well, I like the Uruguay fullback. Like, I don't go see Roger Clark and say, yeah, have we got any money? <laughs> you know, Jamie Joseph bring back some. Buy these two. Ask them for a New Zealand residence rugby, whatever you call it. Because they're, they're both quality rugby players. And wouldn't, what, what any team in Super Rugby would give for two of their props. Yeah. I mean, they just look like props, don't they? Yeah, they do. Yeah, they do. You know, that guy with the tattoos, he's a good-looking bugger anyway, but the tattoos all over him, and he just looks scary. Like, that's when I played. I didn't want to run into a prop when I played. Bugger <laughs> man. But imagine, imagine hitting them. Like, yeah, I don't know, but I've really enjoyed it. And South Africa today with Pollard there just showed it's, it's going to be very, very tough to knock them off. And But we're, it's, we're frustrating. We're the team no one wants. And imagine if they put the back line out there that plays super rugby. Holy heck. Mm. What did you make of the All Blacks? Forwards were outstanding. I, I, I don't know. I didn't really hear much of Dalton. I don't know if he was doing the ugly stuff or what was going on there. Like, I don't know. I reckon Ethan Blackhead might slip into the seven shirt. I'm not sure. I don't know. The forwards were great. Absolutely mm. first class. So they, we're going to get 35% of the ball, I reckon, against the big boys. But that back line just doesn't work. There's no way it works. Like, there was no tries in there that were scintillating backline movements, kicks from the corner and, you know, barging through the guts. But what's happened to our backline play where we can actually... Like, South Africa got it wide today and scored a great width try. Like, we don't seem to be able to do that anymore. The distribution skills from the players in the wrong jerseys, it's just noticeable, yeah. I believe. Yeah. They're all quality rugby players, don't get me wrong. They're just in the wrong shirts. Mm. Good man, Dino. Always appreciate your thoughts, and I agree with just about everything you said. I did watch Dalton Papali'i. I had a microscope on him. I thought he had a, well, the first half. He had a really, really good first half. Right, before we take a break, we're going to play a little bit of audio that's come out of um, the Northern Hemisphere. Rob Carney, Matt Williams, Ian McKinley. This is their thoughts post-match on the All Blacks Italy game. They understand they're maybe fourth behind France and Ireland and South Africa in the betting for this tournament. But they're still New Zealand. They're still New Zealand. And if we cast our minds back only a few weeks ago, you know, the, the live debate was, who do you want, France or New Zealand? Yeah. Um, New Zealand, French match settled that, supposedly. It, supposedly. Uh, now, New Zealand were poor on that night. And listen, this was against a, an atrocious Italian side. Like really, really bad. But. The, the shape they played, the structure they played, the, the speed of intent was an awful lot better than, than what we saw in that opening round. And I think there's a lot of eyes and minds across Ireland tonight. 
a little bit more worried than we were yesterday. Yeah, Matt, we're sitting up a bit straighter, I think. Yeah, I, I think that the uh, because of the recent history between Ireland and New Zealand and Ireland, you know, after a century not being able to beat them and then playing so well and winning the series, I, I think it's, everyone's got a little bit ahead of themselves. Mm. You know, there's nothing between the top four teams. Anyone, if you don't come out on your best form, that you'll lose a game against them. And I think that just gave everyone, put, put it back into reality. New Zealand are never a bad side. There are better New Zealand sides than others. This isn't one of the greats, mm. but that doesn't make them poor. And I think that's just made everyone think, on Ireland's side of the draw, there was never going to be an easy quarterfinal. Yeah. There, it's, there's no easy quarterfinal, not the other side of the draw. So you take on this New Zealand side, you're going to have to be at your best, as you always have been to beat New Zealand. Ian, we'll come to Italy in a moment. When we're trying to assess New Zealand tonight, to what extent do we discount a lot of the good stuff <coughs> that they did because Italy was so poor? Yeah, it's a fair point, Joe. Um, I think from New Zealand's point of view, it's probably the most intense performance they've had since their South Africa game in the Rugby Championship. Their breakdown work, they obliterated Italy. They were ruthless in their uh, attacking threats. Their line-out worked well, their maul, their scrum. Like, I mean, it was a complete performance. As Rob said, it was an atrocious performance from Italy. Uh, but that week that they've talked about in terms of being together in camp, intensifying training, I think you saw it there. They had the bit between the teeth there and all this talk from everyone else outside, maybe their bubble saying they're not contenders, they'll use that as motivation. Mm. And Absolutely. Because yeah. France did a bit of a number on New Zealand at the breakdown and I did think to myself, Joe Schmidt's involved. That breakdown's not going to stay poor for long. Well, again, Joe, I'm, I'm not dis discounting what you're saying. I'm just... We, we don't want to get caught up on individual games. Mm. So, and that's what everyone's done. Oh, South Africa beat New Zealand. New Zealand are hopeless. It's, 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 it's a longer trend than that, to be fair. Well, well it Eight, is. 18 it, months. It is, but they also beat South, South Africa very, very well with brilliant breakdown work. Mm. So I, I think the point I, I'm really trying to get across to everyone, in my opinion, yeah. is nothing between the top four teams. There is nothing between them. And it, it's what they do on that night. Mm. And... What New Zealand did out there was they obliterated the set piece. And, and we saw that Wales do the same to Australia last Sunday. They obliterated their set Once you obliterate someone's set piece like that, mm. then the breakdown, what's next? And Robbie, uh, we'll actually show it later on, there were some brilliant New Zealand tactics at the breakdown where Italy went wide and as soon as they went wide, New Zealand were just flooding that, that ruck and really being strong and hard with it. On the, to counter that, you know, it's you know, it's it's back to the bad old days with Italy. They were just so bad. It's really hard for us to draw a conclusion to say what would this team wearing black do against a team wearing green. It's it's really hard for us to draw a, a strong conclusion and say well they, they they've really got yeah. it there. What we can say is that New Zealand side really responded. You know, and that's all you can ask from a team after they get played poorly to respond. And it shows the men of character. That guy, Sam Whitelock, what a great player. What a mm. phenomenal player. Broke the record tonight for the most number of caps for, for New Zealand rugby. Uh, and, and you could see they were playing for him. They were playing for a reason, playing for something bigger than themselves. So they're right in this championship, right in it. 
Always good to get the perspective of the Northern Hemisphere. We'll take a break. I'll come back with some of your text messages.